Welcome to Draw One Last Breath podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. On this week's episode, we will have been to the cinema to watch Escape Room. Our movie from The Vault is none other than Evil Dead. And we'll be chatting about VHS covers, uh, mainly ones that we love, but also ones where the covers are much better than the film. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. It's been a good week. What about you? What's been going on? Apart from the snow. A shitload of snow. Yeah, a little, a little bit of snow. Well, you know, if I suppose all our... our if we've got any uh, American listeners in the uh, Midwest of Michigan area, I suppose, they've had it a lot worse. Hmm, they yeah. can't even go outside. It's crazy. So a little bit... Of, one day of snow and the UK comes to a, a standstill. Maybe we should have done a snow special. Ooh, that would have been good. Could have dead snow. All, all things snow, yeah. <laughs> Should we uh, talk about some news? Let's do it. Um, so, do you want to go first? You, you go ahead. Oh, mate. Okay, Ladies well, first. La- <laughs> Age before beauty. Oh, hang on, you're older. Shit before shovel. Oh, very good. Um, <laughs> so I got some news from um, Zack Schneider. Oh, the director. My favourite director. Uh, I used to eat. Not. I think back in 2008, 2010. Okay. No, 2006. I can't remember. About around that area. Um, he did uh, the remake of or reimagining of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and we bloody loved it. Yeah, I really like that. Cracking it movie. It's it's so fresh. It's it's up there for me with the original. Mm. Uh, so I, I absolutely love it. But there were talks at the time about him doing another zombie movie called Army of the Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me about this before, I think. Yeah, and now it's been properly released. So mm. obviously, is you know trials and tests with Justice League didn't pan out and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> So now he's going to be um, getting to work on the Army of the Dead. Awesome. I can't wait to see that. Another zombie movie. It's been a lot. Again, zombie movies have had a... It's been a little bit of a break. And then one cut's brought it back a little bit. There's been quite a few on Netflix as well. Um, I'll talk about that in a bit, actually. Cool. Um, Because I've been busy watching a few. Here's one movie to avoid this year. Okay. Um, There's a new movie called Among the Shadows with uh, Lindsay Lohan in, and it's all about a werewolf detective. I would detective. have kept well clear of that anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, just um, there's one to avoid for everyone. I'd like to say congratulations to Emily Blunt, mm. a member of the Crunt family. Yes. Um, she won Best Actress at the SAG Awards. That's good news. That's really place. good. Yeah. Because obviously it's uh, pretty much horror's pretty much got stubbed at the Oscars again this year, but it was nice to see that award go to them well, well deserved, I think. Yeah, didn't we have Get Out though last year? Didn't they have a little bit? That was a, last year, yeah. Last and everybody year. thought that it was going to basically, you know, oh, brilliant horrors arrived to the Oscars. And then this year there's like sod all. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's for another time. Um, and um, Netflix have um, announced that they will be looking into doing a Resident Evil TV show. That, that will be good. Yeah. I would love to see that. As long as it's done properly, that'd be, that'd be really good. We do love a Netflix show. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But apart from that, um, I've been I've watched a couple of movies on um, Netflix. Oh, cool! Um, what Aut- you checked out? Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh yeah, I've seen that. So I thought it was all right. Yeah, cracking movie. It's quite good. Worth definitely worth uh, going and checking out. It was um, it was quite dark. Yeah, very dark. I like that. Um, I saw finally saw Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah, did you like it? Year. Wasn't bad. Not... I quite liked it. I thought it was just like a bit retro, like old school. Bit some good kills in it. Not the best storyline. But um, bit of, bl- bit of blood, bit of sh- bit of slasher, a bit of a weird family. Yeah, not bad. 
Um, and this is what the other one, the zombie movie um, that I saw was called The Cured. Oh, yeah. It's an Irish, it's set in Ireland. It's got a Juno in there. Um, what's her face? What's her face, Juno? Um, oh, I can't remember her name now. Um, well, the girl from Juno, and <laughs> she's in it. And, um, brain, brain freeze. Uh, and, uh, oh, I almost had a name then. Oh, well. But, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just about similar to the returns you remember that tv show where the zombies came yes, back and they come back yeah, to life yeah. and they were cured so they're all they found a cure for about like 75 percent of the population sure had been cured and they're coming back and obviously you know it's it's a pretty i found it pretty poor to be honest but oh really ellen page that's, that's the other it thing yeah well done. um but yeah so it was yeah it was pretty it was an interesting concept not very well delivered oh that's a shame but um yeah worth if you've got you know an hour and a half to spare check it out cool <laughs> what about you mate what's been going on um yeah i've got i got a few bits of news um there's uh i don't know if you've seen it's just blew up yesterday um was a poster of a, a film coming out called scary stories by gamora de toro it's like yeah. a scarecrow like picture. Stories to scare you at night. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's it looks creepy. It looks really creepy. Yeah, it looks alright, but apparently uh, the Super Bowl is on, and obviously they have massive trailers between it. Come on, and, the Rams! And it's um, basically it's there should be a trailer for it between the adverts. You know, they always every year they have a massive trailer between each film. Yeah. Uh, each sorry, the Super Bowl and then basically they show a trailer like last year is uh Cloverfield Paradox and that was a great film. I'm recording not. it tonight, but we won't we don't get the 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 Super Bowl TV shots, I think I Probably think they're, they're not, end up being no. online or something. So I yeah. if, as soon as you wake up in the morning, they'll all be there Super yeah. Bowl hits. So There'll probably be some new new things coming out of that, and there's always one that nobody even knows about, and it <laughs> yeah. just springs upon you. Um, so that would be cool. That's interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that one. A little bit of news, not not technically horror, but uh, Lee Wan Ao, who did um, uh, what's it called, the one we saw at Fight Fest, and he came upgrade out. upgrade. Yeah, he did upgrade. Uh, there's some. Uh, basically news come out that he is going to be writing a remake of Escape from New York which is quite interesting okay he's brave <laughs> yeah I mean apparently he wants to put new ideas in there and do a different kind of take on it uh, but he doesn't want to like completely rip it uh, which would be interesting but I, I just obviously Kurt Russell was in this and I'd love it if they just went with Wyatt Russell for this instead it would be brilliant bunged his son in there yeah instead as as a snake that would be that would be amazing not yeah. technically horror but just thought I'd give it a shout out because obviously um, Lee well, Warnowski from the great John Carpenter though, so yeah exactly. definitely worth mention yeah a couple, a couple of things well I watched uh, a couple of things on Netflix don't know if you've seen it yet but the Ted Bundy tapes no I'm kind of avoiding it oh my god it is amazing really it's absolutely brilliant I See, look, I know I knew Ted Bundy was a killer. I did not know anything about the story about how it happened and what he did. I did not know nothing about this. And basically, it's a series of tapes this guy's released, and they've made it into a documentary. It's only four parts, so it's not too bad. Okay, that's not uh, too savage. But I was unbelievable. I was absolutely stunned on the whole story of this. 
Um, I did not know this had happened. And I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Um, so I think you should go and watch it and maybe we'll chat about it next time. Are they an hour long, are they? Uh, yeah, about that. But it's it's not boring. Believe me, it's right, okay. so interesting. Making a murderer sort of style? I, I enjoyed it more than that because I found after a while Making a Murderer kind of bored me a little bit um, and the to and fro in, but this was pretty much straight to the point. First episode's a bit slow, but then the next three are just like just going through it and it's just like following him over the years and everything to and again i'm not going to spoil it because i don't want to well, spoil the full story yeah. i don't know how much you know about ted bunny and what happened but it, it's well interesting it's a really good point like we obviously got the charles manson movie coming out mm. in tarantino as once upon a time in hollywood coming out later yeah, in the yeah. year but i just apart from the fact that i know he killed an actress called sharon tate and it was a sort of cult round him mm. don't really know too much about him so that'd be quite interesting but there's mm. never really yeah ted bundy yeah what was that movie we, we were going to watch last year that was on a serial killer can you remember mm. the dark the, uh, it's on jeffrey Dahmer. oh yeah 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 they got a few like this they're picking obviously picking up on the old yeah. serial killer movies but i think more i think they've released this in the light of um zach efron is in a ted bundy movie yeah, playing I, ted I bundy that. And the, the title, movie, the title's hilarious. I've watched the trailer; it looks interesting. But again, I won't say much on that. Okay, but it's I'll called. Check that out, but... It's called extremely wicked, evil, and vile. It's like a, the longest kind of <laughs> thing ever, like name for a film. But I'm I'm interested in that. Uh, a little bit more news: Jordan Peele is uh, bringing out Twilight Zone. They've said set a date for April first in America on CBS. Well, God start, knows when we're getting it. To start production, or is it? No, done it? it's done. It's Ooh. like the first two episodes, but don't get excited because it's not been announced anywhere in the UK. I mean, I'm still waiting for that um, Stephen King TV series to come over here. Well, there is a little thing called. Um, yeah, you might have to watch it on a special TV show called Torrenceville or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's, it's just Don't annoying, man. I was just really looking forward to Twilight Zone. I love the original stuff, and I just really hope that someone picks it up over here and we'll see what happens. Cool. Uh, not to end on a bit of a sad note, but obviously in the news, a lot of people probably heard it uh, about uh, Dick Miller dying. Uh, obviously, starring Gremlins, The Burbs, Howling, Tales from the Crypt, and other stuff. Died at age 90. That's a sad loss, but. Yeah, yeah he's, good, good innings there. For those who don't know, he's the chap who um, who had the plow and was like the v- Vietnam sort of vet in uh, Gremlins, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been in loads of other movies, but yeah, sad, sad news. Yeah, very sad. Sad times. Um, Thanks I've got, for that. <laughs> I've got one last little bit actually. That's quite interesting. <clears throat> now, one of my friends at work, Steve, uh, is a bit of an artiste. So he does his, he does comic books in his uh, spare time and he's working on things and looking about getting things uh, published and stuff, which is really cool. Um, but he basically uh, came to me at work the other day and he was telling me about a concept of some people who do podcasts kind of like go to comic artists and get comic books made and like to... Uh, kind of promote their podcasts or their movies or their tv shows they go and get like people to do comic books like a one-off special wow um so he a couple of weeks went by and he came and approached me again at work and he i'll post these online uh, if you don't mind but he's done a couple of drawings of some concept art for a possible 
comic book for us. Shut up. <laughs> so there's two photos there. And there's two different covers if you want to have a look at them. Oh my god. But this is all stuff he's done totally himself. I know it's not great for uh, podcasting, but I will post them on social media for people to have a look at. Yeah, it looks like something like Twisted Sister. Oh my god. Okay. And then I just flip through. Yeah, okay. Oh, they look good. Yeah. That's, that's good, some, some so good he stuff. Draw, he wants to draw you in the comic. Well, no, he wants to do our podcast. Like, it was just a concept idea that he'd come up with. He said, have you ever thought about doing a, co uh, a comic book to promote your podcast? Which I just thought was a cool idea, but I was well stoked. He's took time out to do those, yeah, pop those them drawings on. and stuff, and but I'll post them out. He's an award-winning artist as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Well yeah. done, Steve. Yeah, well done, Steve. Cheers, <laughs> thanks a lot, mate. Yeah, thanks, bud. And he's an avid listener. Oh, we like that. Yeah, love it. Um, and that's pretty much all I got this week for news. So, shall we move on? Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of ticky tacky little boxes on the hillside. And they all look just the same. Okay, so this week we went to see the new movie um escape room it, it was only um it's only just come out but we got to see a, we were lucky enough to get a sneaky sneaky preview show at the, mm. our local our local cinema which was very lucky um it stars taylor russell logan miller deborah ann wall tyler labine j ellis nick dodani as six people that have been chosen to try out at the new and latest escape room but is there more to these escape rooms? As it seems. I tried really hard with that sinister voice, but it didn't really pan out. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, it's... um. So, the movie's just a bit a bit sore-ish. A bit like sore. Yeah, I'll go with that. It's just... It's, I think it's, it's just a little bit more... It's less gore, kind of less gory. Um, and a little bit more kind of like aimed at just not as crazy as saw kind of thing yeah which i i was same kind of concept isn't it yeah i mean for anyone that hasn't been to an escape room me included i no, know I what the general pre premise of them is you go in a room and you have to solve a load of puzzles and you get Correct, yourself out yeah. a certain amount of time yeah um so they sort of expanded on that idea and you know each room is quite extreme mm. and obviously there's a you know there's some we'll do a bit of spoilers on this um but i think you should you should probably go and check this out and because it could be the potential of a new a new franchise don't you think could be yeah yeah it's got a nice little um end into it which could potentially lead on to other things if it gets the box office but we shall see but i mean deborah Ann wall from um true blood Mm -hmm. And Daredevil recently? No, no, I thought she was actually all right in it because, um, if I'm honest, I get a bit of annoyed with her in Daredevil. And that's just me, but, um, but she was actually all right in this. So I could take it. I could uh, watch her, and it was it wasn't annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was she was good. And yeah. the there's like a load of rooms in it, and each room they have to like solve. They don't realize they're sort of like part of a real life escape room. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I like the setup of it as well because. They all get like a box, like a, a kind of like puzzle box. And it's like an old school thing. And it's got the invitation to, to invite them as well, isn't it? And they don't, they don't, you don't really see where they get these invitations from. 
but I like the way they showed that and, and it's a bit, di- bit of a different take it's like it wasn't just a bit of paper going you're invited it's a cool little puzzle box that they had to do yeah and it had some good it had some good tension the rooms were pretty cool mm. and the production value of this is it's, it was really impressed with it I wouldn't go and see this movie if you're expecting something on the lines of Saw into, like Matt said earlier in terms of gore and stuff like yeah, that. it's, it's not, not really not torture porn no there's not really like although it's sort of like got elements of like hostel and stuff like that in it from a storytelling perspective it hasn't doesn't deliver on the blood um so if you're expecting like sort of body parts flying and stuff like that you won't you won't get no. that it's more inte- it's got a I bit think of, it's slightly yeah yeah it's got a bit of intelligence yeah to it. i'd go with that definitely it's got just a little bit more it's kind of like a little bit i think the writers kind of thought well let's make a little bit more of a story of this and let's kind of intertwine it with something that's massive at the moment which is panic rooms little thing about this actually that i read and um, this film was actually meant to come out a couple way couple like about six months earlier but um a, a, some tragedy happened in germany or somewhere like that abroad, um, in europe where there was a panic room and some girls got trapped in it and they couldn't get out and there was actually a fire and they basically died of smoke inhalation yeah i read that and then that's why this movie got put back because they didn't want to bring it out at that time but yeah, like you said, like panic rooms are panic rooms, escape rooms are massive at the moment. They're like popping up everywhere. I'd be yeah. interested to do. It'd be quite cool to do one in yeah, a group. Quite cool, but maybe, not like, not, maybe not like these rooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the rooms in just a sec. But um, it's uh, there's another movie on Netflix at the moment called Escape Room. I started watching it and I turned off. <laughs> oh God, this was the one on Netflix. Is it's like the cheap version yeah yeah um and there's another one that was even further back with which has skeet old rich in it oh yeah scream i yeah. haven't seen that one but yeah the one on netflix at the moment if you want to go and watch that is pretty pretty ropey mm. um but this is sort of an upscale version out in the rooms we'll talk about the rooms now mm. I think. yeah so there's sort of like set seven seven rooms overall for the six of them you know each room's probably something significant you start to unpeel it and start, mm. each room something there's something significant to each sort of person i suppose they're sort of mm. like within there but when they first they're all like quite skeptical at the start mm. but then the room the first room's like starts hotting up mm. shall we say well they don't even know they're they've started it yet and then suddenly one guy just perks up doesn't he? and he's he's done several different uh escape rooms and he's kind of like Almost their kind of go-to guy that's telling them everything that, to expect, which is kind of cool. I thought it was quite funny. He's quite a funny character as well. Uh, but yeah, it's and it's basically off from the get-go, which was cool. I, I quite liked that because it was quite straight into it. Um, uh, and it, it interested me right from the start for me. Yeah, and if that room had been if that's in Saw, then one of them would be on fire oh, yeah. and like burn into death you would have probably seen it all <laughs> but yeah so they did that but you get then you they go into like a shack to solve some more puzzles and you just sort of start seeing these little things that are like pointing towards some of the characters what would you i don't want to talk about every room what was your favorite yeah. um what was your favorite room oh i really liked um the kind of bar pool room i knew you guys that's, that's like, what was mine yeah it's cool it's just like it just um Every kind of room was cool, but the rooms were like upscale, weren't they? So they've obviously had some money spent on them because there's like loads of effects in there, and the and it takes them to different kind of areas. Like there's a cold one, a hot one, 
and and then there's like this room the the bar and uh, like you said it all connects to each character kind of thing uh but yeah the pool room one uh like i really liked because it was just different when it? it was just like pushing the boundaries and i felt i was on edge yeah, the whole some time the, some of the way it was shot and like the what the the sort of follows them around the room and the mm. the, the what spoilers but there's the some of the floor is collapsing under them as they're trying to solve the money me the goonies <laughs> yeah but again it's like it's not all you know real blood and gore they're sort of like sometimes whenever you see somebody if someone does like you know bite it or die then you mm. it's not like a real bloody sort of finish yeah like deborah ann wall she sort of she falls off she's hanging on to a upside down pool table and yeah. she falls down the bloody shaft be in another movie mm. you would see her hit the bottom probably yeah and but you don't this, see that this is what this i was bit. gonna okay so maybe I, I like me blood and gore so i kind of want i i wanted to see it yeah well <laughs> this is where i had a different like a, about halfway through after that death scene in my head obviously spoilers again you know don't go ahead if you don't want to hear any spoilers but it I had a, a kind of feeling in my bones that they were possibly all going to be actors. And because you didn't actually see each person actually die. Yeah, I know what you mean. Do you see what I mean? So I thought it's going to go, it's going to keep going, it's going to keep going. And it's going to be like a, a bit of a kind of April's Fool's Day. And, or a Willy Wonka sort of factor. Yeah, where they were going to turn out at the end and they were going to be actors. But the, there'd be one person in there that would kind of win. But the others were actors and they were like, oh, well done, you've, you've passed. And I thought it was, because you don't see them, like you said, you don't see them actually bite the dust really, do you? Apart from kind of when they get to the hospital type room um, where you see a kind of probably the well, first proper death. Maybe, but, yeah, but even that, they could have kind of faked it. So mm. Tuck, maybe, the yeah, guy yeah. from Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not, good in this, wasn't he? Yeah, it's, um, what's his name? Um... Logan Miller is it? I don't know. No, T- Tyler, Tyler Labine. Labine yeah. Tyler Labine. Um, it's the guy from Tucker Dale versus Evil, and he's again, he's got good banter and. Good well, I felt like all the characters were really good in this. The acting was great, and yeah. the, uh, the character I really liked each character. Like they were 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 so different, and they were brought together in this situation, but they were very different. And there was, I, I liked the way they kind of stuck some jokes in there as well, which was quite cool. Some good funny bit moments. of banter, good yeah. bit of banter, but just uh, for me. Um, I wanted a little. I wanted an eighteen. Really, not a twelve A. See, I I respected that. I really liked that about it. I felt like it wasn't playing to the audience a bit, and it was just trying to be something a bit different. Um, I don't. Again, I don't know whether they're doing it just so they could get it. A lot, maybe there is an unrated, unrated version there where it shows more possibly, or I don't know where they dumbed it down just to make it a fifteen, so more people would go to see it. Um. But yeah, I I really really enjoyed this film. I, I, I from start to finish, I was like on the edge of my seat. Do we want to talk about the end as well? Do we want to talk about the ending? What? Nah, let's leave him uh, leave him guessing on the end. Well, there you go. So it's you go you like go and touched. see you go and see. There's an, a, we'll, we'll say that there's a, a nice you know with all these typical horrors, a typical twist horror ending. Yeah, which you you which you you probably enjoy. Where it could be like brought on to be a possible franchise yeah. like you said at the start um a little bit at the end like there's things i had a problem with but i don't want to spoil it that much so i'm not going to go into that but overall i enjoyed it from start to finish i was like well 
like in this movie, so, uh, totally immersed in the movie, and I wanted to know what was happening next. And I thought it was really well shot. Uh, the acting was great. The characters were great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought I think you're right. I think the, the sets were good, um, and the way it was shot was very good, and and the coloring and all that sort of stuff was very, very, very nice. Um, I didn't like the main girl in it. That yeah, was, she kind of she, she was she kind of like chewed the scenery a little bit for me. I thought she was a bit too, and I don't know whether whether they're trying to get this across in the film a bit. I know she was a, a bit of a plain Jane. Yeah, I get that. But then, if you're going to have somebody like that as your main character, the, she's kind of timid at the start, and then I suppose you follow her through it, and she kind of gets a little bit more badass at the end, but not enough. And it was just like I don't know. It's like to 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 fast forward a character from being a complete mouse, timid person, and in a uh, is it invert person, introvert, introvert person, to becoming what they do at the end i don't know if that's a big enough i don't know yeah i think I you're right there's, there's enough of a journey for mm. her that's all, all the other I, I feel you're right there i think you hit the nail on the head all the other people around her seemed a lot better yeah. to me i think she got lost in some of the maybe maybe i'm not sure what else she's done whether she's done so many other movies but but yeah no i agree with you there yeah but yeah not bad definitely uh Escape Room 2019, potential for a franchise, I would say. It's definitely worth going having a watch. Mm. I, I'm going to rate this first. Go on. And I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. I because mean, of, of, of bringing, now, now we've talked about it a lot more, I was probably more on an 8. And then I think it's ooh. brought it down to a 7 just because I think you, you've kind of reminded me of that fact. I've talked you down. Maybe a little bit, yeah. I was going to give it a 6. Oh, really? So it's definitely worth a watch. It's just for me, it didn't... You like you want to see some gore factor. Well, it didn't break new ground for me. That's all. Oh, really? That's 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 all. And I, but I, I had to give it props for being very well shot, and certainly anyone can sit through it. They just, just don't expect you know Final Destination or any like real blood and I gore. I it's think just... we're going to see more as well because yeah. what I heard from the box office numbers, nine mil budget. And opening weekend worldwide, it's done 55 mil. Wow. So, cheap, cheap to make. Yeah, that's what I mean. These films now, man, they're, they're being savvy. They're like, we don't need to make multi-million pound movies. We can stay kind of... They, it's kind of that Blumhouse effect where they go, let's try and like do a... Let's keep a movie to five mil. And then, you know, we'll bring it out. We don't need to spend that extra cash. Uh, you know, look at Get Out. <laughs> Shot on nothing. Yeah the proof is in the pudding now a lot of people are taking that on board I mean, the most expensive actress had to be Deborah like actor had to be like Deborah yeah Hall. maybe yeah but she's only done she wasn't a main part in Daredevil Punisher but she done a lot of that Netflix mm. hmm. but that's I think that's it's the way it's going because they can they can make a lot of dollar dollar out of this awesome cool. okay well that was not a bad one I mean we got um, obviously our next review in a couple of um couple of weeks will hopefully be the um sequel to happy death day happy death day to you yeah i'm excited for this so hopefully we're please uh, i hope they don't fuck it up that was a nice little quirky one um Mm. 2017 wasn't it so it's been a couple of years it was great um new that that had a new and refreshing idea that's why we don't want them to like go tits up so here's the sequel we'll see what happens so looking forward to that though Mm, definitely 
Alright then, buddy. Let's move on to our topic section. Something to scream about. Hit us with it. Cool. Well, we, we kind of... On the last episode, we talked about kind of... Uh, you know when you used to go down a video shop or whatever, or DVD shop, um, and you used to see covers, and you think, oh, wow, that cover's really, like, amazing. Uh, I'm, I, and that looks really cool. I'm going to rent it on the basis of a cover. And then probably being let down by the film. <laughs> now... <laughs> It's that's hard. Happened, that's happened a lot. But, now, you know. We obviously had a little chat about this and we would find it very hard because most of the cover arts probably that we picked up, we actually loved mainly pretty much all of the movies. I mean, yeah, I'm just a sucker for, re- even if it's probably, yeah, I know in my heart that it's a sometimes. poor movie, I just can't, it makes me love it more. Yeah. I mean, this obviously question came in from a from a listener, so thanks for this, uh, Dan, Dan Gill, from, um, Dan Gill who sent this in. Um, and it's just an interesting idea because we, I mean, yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, we love the artwork, and sometimes the artwork can actually make the movie better. Mm. I mean, or not? Well, <laughs> look at Book of Monsters. Yeah, I mean, Book of Monsters was great. It was mm. a great movie, and it's got so much potential. But the artwork is that took us in phenomenal. That's I mean, what swung it for us. Yeah, didn't got, when we, I showed you that yeah. artwork, you were like, because we were in the kind of. Uh, we're kind of thinking which film should we watch and I showed you the artwork to that and you're like that actually looks really good yeah and that just proves the point yeah it, that'll suck me in that'll yeah. really like get me get, get me sort of in the moment I mean look at like Arrow mm. at the moment like everyone yeah. I mean there is a real sort of cult following for Arrow video I mean you, I follow lots of people on Instagram you can see like their like Arrow video collections are like massive I mean yeah. mine's not too shabby but it's nothing like some people's yeah but a lot of those like the uh, blu-rays which i'll pick up are purely based on the front cover like i've never seen society night of the creeps both of those i got last year because mm. of the artwork night of the comet is yeah. another one and yeah. um, that we've just recently reviewed and that was one of my favorite movies that i've watched within the last 10 years it also incredible it's, it's on the note of the arrow and stuff like that stuff is that people will buy extra copies based on just artwork if they bring a new issue. I mean, I don't know how many copies of the thing I've got. <laughs> as soon as a new artwork, I'm, oh my God, I need it. I need it. Like a still book or this. It's oh, like, Christ the artwork's yeah. amazing on it. I need it. But you, you wouldn't, I, I've not even opened some of mine because it's just like, I've just bought it because it's a limited edition and it's got artwork and it looks so, awesome. You are a sucker for it. Yeah, mate. I am. So I'm going to dive straight in first, if you don't mind. All right, buddy. So you might have heard of this movie. You might not have. But it's one that I always remember going to the video shop. And, and the artwork just drew me in because I was like, cool. Um, yeah. Um, so it's a movie called Creepazoids. Creepazoids? Yeah. I've never heard of that. So I'm going to um, just show you a picture of the cover. Now, I'll Can post I guess a... it? Can it? Is it got a picture of like a black weird creature on it? It has got a creature on it, but I'm going to show you. Creeperzoids. 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 Yeah. That doesn't ring a bell. So you probably might remember the cover if I show you it. Now, I'll, I'll post this online as well, but... That, oh, okay. This uh, was the cover. So basically it's... Never like, seen it. <laughs> it's an alien type cra- character crawling out of kind of a viaduct. Um, and it looks well alien or aliens, right? It just looks like that. And I just remember picking up and going, wow, that looks like aliens. And it's an 18 and like that looks awesome. And then you look to the back of the, the kind of case and it's just got like a like a skull that's all messed up and like a naughty shower scene. 
and kind of like what looks like an alien head silhouette and i was like this has got to be just like aliens or something like that so i remember renting it and it is like some people probably love it because it's probably again like you'll probably absolutely love it because it is terrible it's got like a killer rat in it like a big massive killer rat so basically the the synopsis of the story is these guys it's world war three everything's going to shit like um and they kind of get away to this bunker but what they don't understand in this bunker is there's some kind of alien in there because it's like nuclear war and stuff and something's happened and they're in this bunker and then and then out of nowhere comes this rat and starts killing people then an alien uh and it's just so weird and it's just like it, it's got 13 percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> uh lena quigley's in it who lena quigley oh right? yeah sorry she's in there and um the other thing is near the end the alien comes out and spoilers gets killed but then as it gets killed some kind of baby alien comes outside of it that crawls out of it and starts killing people so we got creepers too. It's just the weirdest movie. I'm not sure. I didn't even go that far, but that's where the artwork drew, drew me in, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is terrible, terrible." But yeah, that that was my, that was my pick. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's that's a pretty good pick, and now I'm gonna have to bloody watch the movie. And I see you. You'll just... probably love it. <laughs> You're right. right. The so I've gone for the one. I've, there's there's loads I want to talk about mm. that I've absolutely love because I found this really difficult because I'm like oh my god I can think of all this really cool artwork like um you know bad taste mm. with the middle finger but we love the movie right, but, but the movie is awesome yeah but that's so synonymous that I, I saw that alien face in oh, front of me you at pick the VHS door 10 times yeah. like, like every time I go in there I just go into it and just see that big yeah. alien swearing at me as a same as like basket uh, case yeah exactly it's yeah. another one it draws you in you don't really know much about it and you pick it up and you're like, you always see it. It's like the same with like um, ghoulies. Like you would pick up the alien, like the little ghoulie in the toilet. House as well with the big yeah. hand. Yeah. So that's another one. And, uh, and brain dead. Yeah. They're all like just these, these great titles. So, but the one I've sort of gone for is not actually 80s. Mm. Um, and some people may disagree with me, but I, I had a poster okay. um, of this on my wall. And I was sucked in. Um, to this whole like promotional activity and the movie was probably a good pile of garbage in the end yeah um, but Blair Witch the word Blair Witch Project oh right okay and I, I, I think the, the artwork with like the black poster yeah so the Blair, for me the Blair Witch Project was like incredible promotional the poster was brilliant that stick figure that the, sort of the first online kind of yeah. tease video. And, I, and I've got sucked like right into it, mm. but the movie didn't come through as good as the promotion. It, obviously, it made a shitload of money. So a lot of people it did. Yeah. And I agree. For me, when I went and watched it, I was the same. I was like, I was like, I don't really get all the hype. No. I was so hyped up when I went in. I think so much so by word of mouth and people, oh, this is the best thing ever. That it completely let me down. But you're never going to forget that mm. stick the stick on the on the poster I oh don't yeah ever forget that poster i think yeah. it's like proper like good but yeah like proper 80s posters i mean i think there's one there's one that we talked about last year that mm. i think is worth a shout and this is just because it's good i mean the movie i think it the, i think the artwork on the front does outweigh the movie the movie's good yeah but the, in the, the artwork on the front the the blu-ray is incredible that's um the endless 
Yeah, yeah, it's very good artwork, That's, isn't it? That is just that could be like frame that and it would look absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. I agree. Yeah, that artwork is is really really good. Really good. But is there any other like covers that you wanted to like that are worth mentioning? Um, like I touched on earlier, Ghoulies. I loved the Ghoulies cover, Critters cover. Uh, oh, yeah, crazy. I'd say any of the Nightmare on Arm Street covers artwork is great. Like Child's Play was good. Yeah, Demonic Toys is another one. I'm surprised you went and said uh, over Demonic Toys Puppet Master. Well, yeah, Puppet Master's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Demonic they're all great movies. Demonic Toys is like I was obsessed with that as a kid, but it was the cheap sort of Puppet Master, I think. Yeah. I mean, I need to watch that. Maybe that's coming up as a rewatch. <laughs> Yeah, that would be good. Um, but um, yeah, I, artwork just for me just makes a movie. So yeah, cool. Crack on with that. Well, yeah, we... artwork does make the movie. You're right. Uh, uh, I think it's a massive part of it. Definitely. And seeing the thing. There's was... a whole culture around it, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a, there's, a, there's another book called VHS Collections or something. Uh, like VHS that's called... cover art. Right. I think it's called. Isn't it? Literally, it just has the front and the back cover in, on one page. All right, dude. So that's that's us talking about VHS covers. What are we going to talk about next time? Wow. Should we pick out the bucket? Can we pick a little little thing out of the bucket? You can get yeah, the bucket out. I'll just grab the bucket over here. Do you want to pick or do you want me to pick? I've got one and I'll pick. What we got going on. So next time we're on our Something to Scream About will be... A blank bit of paper. Well, that's because you didn't pick any of the ones that were <laughs> folded up. You're numpty. Right, we're going to be talking about movies. That, movie that is screaming for a remake or reboot. Interesting. I'm going to enjoy that one. Yeah. So we that's just got to pick got, a movie that we already. pick something that hasn't actually been remade, and it's been a lot. So. Yeah. All right. Sweet. I'm happy with that. Good. Nice happy with that. Excellent. Right then. So this was my pick. It certainly was. So moving on to um, Move from the Vault. And it was my pick. And it was none other than Sam Raby's 1981 Evil Dead. Hey, Scotty, what's this place like anyway? Well, the guy that's renting it says it's an old place. A little run down, but it's right up in the mountains. I'm just going to read a little synopsis, but for anyone that doesn't know what this movie is, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? So this movie is five friends travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release a flesh-possessing demons. I mean, okay, this movie stars the great Bruce Campbell. Um, four other kind of no-hope... No, well, I don't know what they they haven't gone on to do anything really, have they? The other lot, not massively, no, not massively. No, the thing I think you can big on the um like Comic Con circuit or anything like that because this is a... no, I've never seen them. I don't, I've never seen them on any Comic Cons really. It might have been in the states, maybe not over here. Everyone must know Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi directed the first Spider Man movie that we had with the lovely Tobey Maguire, so he went on to do some absolute crackers. But early in the 80s, he had The Evil Dead, The Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. Did he do Army of Darkness? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, where should we start with this? Oh, I mean, for me, this ain't as good as the other two. There's my first. There's my first. Oh, really? Bitch slap in there. I uh, I don't know how long it's been since um, I've watched this movie, mm. but it's been a bloody while because I've forgotten mm. so much about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we go on about the Evil Dead franchise, but for me, they took all the good bits out of this first one and put it in two. Yeah, that that's that was kind of like I think the overall kind of feel because they came back with a bigger budget, and then they went and did two, which was basically kind of like was supposed to be a carry-on but didn't and then they just basically had a big budget and they just said oh this is what we kind of would have had it be in the first place kind of thing sam Raimi did this is a proper b-movie drive through yeah scare the shit That's out of you horror for, yeah, yeah it's a proper horror yeah right i mean i i for me i think i got stuck in the fact that obviously ash, ash versus evil dead mm. and like army darkness evil dead 2 they are slapstick. They are funny. Yeah, they t- are... definitely two, and then Army of Darkness yeah. definitely. They're just like, goofy. Goofy is what yeah. I want to say. Yeah, and brilliant. Yeah, Whereas this one is a proper horror. Yeah, I mean, this one for me is kind of like it was kind of like the first one I saw. I'm glad it was the first one I saw because for me, I was just like everything about it, how creepy it was, how eerie it was. And the biggest sell for me was the, the special effects of all the, the the actual real special effects and and like I was interested on how they did it and where and you know every little detail I watched loads of documentaries on it I watched YouTube stuff about it and it's just so interesting and it took so long to make and stuff like that and and it's just like it's just crazy the amount of input that's put into this blood sweat and tears real blood <laughs> and sweat and tears <laughs> that were put into this movie and and like the other thing that sold it for me when i saw it the first time obviously it was a long time after it came out i mean i watched it when i was a kid so it would have been i don't know i would have been a bit older but it was just like the fact that i found out that sam raimi was like 20 years old when he did this movie fresh out of like um kind of uh film school and stuff and literally got his mates to do it and his family to help him do it and everything's so raw about it and, and real and it's just like you can tell that you just put every single thing into this movie to make it um but <laughs> i know it's really bad saying this afterwards i really love it but i do prefer two <laughs> <laughs> because he's just in the... two he just got to full reign and to do what what yeah. he really wanted it birthed ash it yeah birthed, oh yeah, it birthed yeah bruce will uh bruce campbell as bruce a Willis. that would have been interesting yeah. bruce campbell <laughs> is like this like um cult icon yeah i mean um you know we've got in army done this this is my boomstick you got some yeah, yeah. great lines and there's some i mean yeah the little his little ashes and stuff like that and evil dead 2 and his hand going off in the chainsaw and <laughs> all this fucking shit i know i know i'm talking about the other one but we should talk about one um i mean this is where it all came from do you know what i mean yeah, it's this just is... like this was his sam raimi's vision of what what he wanted to do you this know. birth book of the dead. I mean, I've got. I think I. You said you watched this as a kid. I didn't. Mm. I think I um, approached this movie when it became unbanned. Oh, okay. Or they or they released. 
the when I started getting into like these band movies, like the video nasties. Yeah, the video yeah. nasties, like Last House on the Left, Spit and Grieve. Apparently, this one was going in and out of the video nasties. One minute it was back in there, one minute it was out again. It was well, it's like... a scene that they they took out and then kept put back in. And I've got a co- I've got the copy with, and I'm sure all the copies now have got that the tr- the tree violation yeah. scene. The, so the, uh, let's talk let's talk violation. about the band, the band bit, yeah. shall we? So this there's been a lot of band movies that did throughout the you know throughout the last couple of decades. Exodus was banned. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Clockwork Orange and stuff like that. Um, there's a a bit of a tree raping a woman in this. Mm. I mean, that's about it. That's the she vi- she gets violated by a tree mm. branch. And you're like, when you heard about this scene, you're like, what? Surely that's fucking stupid. And you watch it, and I watched it back this week, and I'm like, it's pretty fucking harrowing. It's weird, isn't it? It's, it's a strange it's bit. Not, it's not as goofy as I remember. <clears throat> it's not as goofy as I remember. But even now, uh, apparently Ramey's come out and said how he was not 100% feeling it, when putting it in when they made it, and looks back on it now and thinks it was a wrong move. Apparently Bruce Campbell said come out and said the same. Uh, also, he said about slapping his girlfriend in it as well. <laughs> he said that's a bit wrong. But the, the thing is, these movies were made back then. They were like, you know, maybe that had to be in there to to kind of just make it that controversial that people wanted to go out and see it. Not because they're interested in that particular scene, but the talk around it, the hype around it, and the fact that people would go out and go, I've got to see this movie, it's banned. You know, how many films did you want to see that were banned? You're probably yeah. like, definitely want to see that. Oh, Not because yeah. you're a sicko, because yeah. you're, you're you're a fan of horror <laughs> movies and you want to see how they push the boundaries and yeah. how they make... Do you know what I mean? It it's, is about that. It's yeah. like, you've got to kind of appreciate what they went through and why they sort of made these choices mm. and stuff like that back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the whole movie's crazy. It's obviously a prop... It's a classic... You know, cabin in the woods um, tale, and they've yeah, done the first the, cabin in the woods tale. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Is it? You know the, I mean? Is it the first? Well, yeah, I'd say so because Before Friday is, the Thirteenth. Well, came out. it's not really a cabin in the woods. This is like a secluded cabin. It's right. all shot in this one area, mm. this one secluded area. It's you know nothing else is. It's just this one cabin. It's shot in this one location. And you know, we've got other cabin movies throughout the years, like you know. Cabin in the Woods, yeah, which is great, and then um, like Cabin Fever, and, yeah. You know, this is this is just they've all taken from those movies. You can see it. You yeah. can see what they've taken from this, and there's some cl- some great camera shots in this film. I mean, it's crazy that all they the... did raw stuff like they did, yeah, yeah. just running around with a camera. And yeah. It creates this really interesting sort of like effect, and yeah. it really does make you like feel like disjointed and well, stuff. That's like why it's so clever about it. Is like it was obviously. They'd done all these techniques that they'd learned at, at, at college or whatever they did, but they were like putting cameras on two by fours and smashing it through windows. And, and there's like back then, I was supposed there was no health and safety and stuff. And they're like just breaking windows here and there, smacking the actors about like crazy. And it's just like nobody really cared. Good it's fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, there's a couple of things around here. Like Scott is a douche. Oh yeah, his best mate. Well, yeah, his, supposed best his mate. His best mate, but he's he's a bit of a douche, isn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he sort of does one. I put Cheryl is hot, <laughs> even when she's a weird little demon. Oh god, it? yeah. Do you want to talk about when she changes? That's weird, isn't it? When she kind of changes into that demon, um, it, it's kind of like she's all laughing and crazy, 
And it's just, it's, I found that a bit weird. The cackling and the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, that was like, what? But it's weird, isn't it? Because he's kind of, she's not as aggressive as the other kind of, the previous demon before that. She's just, she kind of sitting there and playing around with him at the start. And he's, he seems to be not that bothered because he's, he's obviously tending to Scotty that's just been battered by <laughs> the woods. And, and he's not really fussed that she's sat there laughing away because she's not exactly at the start all out attacking him is she she's kind of playing around with him do you know who it reminded me of it reminded me of like Cheryl um, they must have taken a Sherry Moon some of the sort of like the mannerisms and like the I think she took a lot from that maybe yeah the makeup is just bizarre (laughs) she looks like some weird clown but she's not it's like it's weird it's great when you've got the other ones like what's her face trapped underneath the the trap door oh I can't remember her name was it uh, Linda or Cheryl, one of them, wasn't it? But she's trapped under there, and and she's just all oozing pus, and her fingers are all messed up, and the contacts, obviously, again, contacts like were like glass back then. This is crazy, and their eyes, they could only wear them at like five minutes at a time, and it's just like, and the amount of blood that's in it, and the 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 the, the scene where one of the demons gets hacked up, <laughs> and it's still and moving. Like, yeah, it's just like so much gore and blood it's just crazy but it's those sorts mental. of things those goofiness is what they sort of took and i think they were like even though you got this like proper horror like, oh my mm. fucking hell how far have they taken this sort of movie yeah. they took all those little quirky bits and then moved it onto the yeah, franchise and definitely. They, it really did work it's so clever just everything they've done and, and the work they put into it it's just it's just mental it's just like and it, and it works even to even watching it nowadays i mean you know I know they used, like, for the last scene, they used a bit of stop-motion kind of stuff. It was it's all right, but for those times, it was pretty breakthrough, do you know what I mean? It was interesting to see. But all the practical effects, all that stuff, is just like, half that stuff, we wouldn't have, na- like, in the movies, na- like, we wouldn't have had half the movies if that didn't pave the way for practical effects in the biggest way, and the small-budget way, do you well, know what I mean? Look at the evolution of that practical effects, that whole melting demon scene at the end. Yeah. And look at that in comparison to, say, like Gremlins, which is only what, like three years later. Yeah, yeah. There's so many similarities between those two scenes, and it only it, it sort of you had to get, take that to move it on to something like that, like mm. Spike Melton and stuff like that. It's yeah, so yeah. similar. Yeah, it's incredible, yeah. actually incredible. Yeah, definitely. It's re- great, great movie, great movie. I think we got to talk about one bit, which Go is for it. synonymous, I think, with this movie is the pencil and the ankle. Oh God, yeah. <sighs> That's graphic, isn't it? Makes it? you cringe. It I think. does, doesn't it? It's just like it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, that really must hurt. <laughs> like really bad. The worst thing to do, and you're just ripping into the eyes. Oh, and that looked real as well. Yeah. Again, it's just like that practical effect looks real, um, and clever. It's, it's such a clever way. There's a scene, obviously, with um, Ash going to bury hole at that point oh yeah and then he has to lop he her head off he doesn't want to chop her up does he <laughs> he's trying to bury a bury a hole in the outside and he's looking at chainsaws and stuff and he gets the, the chainsaw in the first video and he's like oh go on put it on your own <laughs> um but yeah it's just as and then it ends up being so much blood all over him yeah which they good. take to another level in the remake with jane levy oh yeah which yeah. is just incredible the the blood in there is just Anno- absolutely insane another practical effect that always made me cringe a bit was the eye gouge oh the actual bit where he's just like he's literally on top of her and he just literally 
two thumbs straight <laughs> in the eyes. And that's obviously, again, that's taken in loads of movies, even not horror movies. It's like the eye gouge. And it's just gross. And all this blood comes out and passes. Ugh. Just looked horrible. Yeah, I know. They, they, they tried to do something similar in like, what, um, 28 weeks later with Robert Carlyle. Mm. And that is brutal. It's yeah, something exactly. like poking your thumbs and eyes. It's just not, it's not good. It's oh, not... Painful. Painful yeah. stuff, mate. Painful stuff. Bloody loved it. I've, you know, I'm thinking about it now, it's it's just, it's groundbreaking. It really is. It's yeah. got some, and such a young director at the time and what they were just trying. He's just trying stuff. It's like, reminding you of like, Night of the Living Dead from like 19, what, 1968? Yeah, yeah. All the stuff he did with that movie and he had to make it, it all up. himself. Yeah. And, and they're yeah. still, and it, people are still doing DIY. Yeah. And it's working 30 Absolutely. years on. And it's still, you know, uh, yeah, keep keep doing DIY horror movies. Apparently the whole, I, this just shot me like, the budget for the movie obviously was, was like $350,000. And it's just like, that's just crazy. Three hundred and fifty grand. That it's probably less than that, to be honest. But I, I found that quite interesting. I mean, they were all unknowns. All the actors were unknowns. Yeah, but like, obviously um, they're all fine. friends and family. Like yeah. he's got his brother Ted Raimi in it. Yeah, like, you know. It's, it's so bro- Ted Raimi's Scotty the douche. Yeah? No, no, he's not. Who's Ted Raimi? In Ted Raimi's. Um, literally, they were like um, the stand-ins for the demons. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So we're we gonna rate this bad boy. It's hard to rate it. Oh, you gotta go first. I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, you fucker. Um, it's because I love the other two more that I'm gonna to have to give it an eight. Oh, okay. And that's the only reason, because like, Evil Evil Dead Two is probably a nine movie for me. Ooh. Not not perfect for me, but close to. That's, it's quite funny you say that because yeah. that I think I I know it's really bad and the input of this movie is a very high eight for me yeah. almost a nine but the reason like you said Evil Dead two I you know I can't give Evil Dead two a nine and then like not that I would we're not gonna expose that in case we do <laughs> too but um but yeah I agree I mean it's a very high eight almost nine for me but just because of the sheer kind of like groundbreaking stuff in it and the practical effects and stuff it's just yeah but then obviously like we said evil dead 2 just took it to another level yeah big time. just just into the stratosphere which is cool all right cool do That's you a... want to get in some matt's facts i bloody bloody <laughs> want some matt's facts can you get some bloody matt's facts yeah. on the barbie we we got some matt's facts today i can tell you but there's, there's not loads, but I picked up some of I picked out some of the interesting ones. So we'll start with this one that you'll love. Apparently before, you know, they get the tape recorder and they all sit down and they're listening to the tape recorder. Apparently there's a scene where they, um, they, they kind of all smoke weed before they listen to it. <laughs> right. And apparently there is a, a scene out there where they recorded it, but apparently they all were uncontrollable because they were so stoned on weed that they couldn't use it. <laughs> They gave up on it. So I thought that was quite funny. Um, it's just, it, it just makes me laugh. I'd love to see that, that footage. I'd love to see that take, yeah. Um, there's also a bit where um, Bruce Campbell actually twisted his ankle. Um, and there's some scenes where you see it, you'll see him kind of like limping because apparently he fell over in the woods or something like that. <laughs> but apparently <laughs> Sam Raimi would get sticks 
and, and poke his bad ankle <laughs> and make him be in pain and stuff in some scenes to piss him off and stuff. I thought that was hilarious. Um, the, obviously, it's all shot in one location, like we touched on, uh, that I find really interesting because they literally hunted down and found this derelict cabin in the middle of nowhere. Apparently, nobody kind of knows where it is, but uh, it got burnt down uh, quite a while ago and apparently Sam Raimi claims that he burnt it down after they finished but <laughs> right. apparently the, the still standing is the, the only part of the cabin is a chimney breast it's still oh, wow. somewhere in the woods somewhere but that's that'd be, creepy it'd be in- interesting to go and hunt it down surely the bridge isn't there <laughs> yeah don't know um, this is pretty mental but apparently on set one of the cameramen slipped over and the camera smashed into Bruce Campbell's face and broke some of his teeth God, he, had a, he went through the mill, didn't he? <laughs> he went through the mill on this film, definitely. Um, and this is quite an interesting fact, actually. Bruce Campbell actually put up his property as collateral. Uh, he had a property in Michigan, um, so he could give Sam Raimi money to basically finish the movie. So he put up his house for collateral, which is um, really interesting because Sam Raimi turned around and just, uh, if you look at the credits, made him a co-producer on it because he put in so much time, effort, money, even helped out uh, obviously on, on directing scenes and had so much input that he made wow. him a co-director. He's a, he's a legend that he is now. Yeah, he is a true legend. Um, you might have noticed when they go in the cellar on the wall, mm. there's a ripped poster. Oh, no, go on. Oh, you didn't see it? There's a Hills of Eyes ripped poster. Oh, Do you not see no, that I in the cellar? It. It's, I suppose it's a really quick kind of thing. But, um, yeah, mm. apparently there's like a, a ripped kind of Hills of Eyes poster. And now the story behind this is, um, as I believe, uh, in the Hills of Eyes, there's a ripped poster of Jules. And the thing is, the, 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 the kind of story behind it is that the poster was ripped because they were saying Hills of Eyes is a, is, is, is a way kind of more scarier than Jules. So then Sam Raimi went and got a poster of Hills of Eyes saying Evil Dead is way scarier than Hills of Eyes. <laughs> and it's kind of a little ongoing thing now. Yeah, that's going, cool. Which is quite interesting. So is there a ripped poster of Evil Dead out there? Maybe. Oh, Christ, need to find that. Yeah. Anyone knows where the one is? So the cabin where they shot as well, um, apparently it's like so in the middle of nowhere. A lot of the crew and cab, uh, the people who worked there would stay at the cabin. And there was apparently, like, at one point, there's 13 of them living in this cabin with no running water or anything. <laughs> and yeah. it's freezing cold at some points. But the, the lengths they were going to do this movie was crazy. Um, because apparently a lot of the actors kind of just left halfway through because they, they end up, either end up, ended up running out of money or, you know, they had other jobs on. So that's this is where his brother came in uh, and other extras that they get. And they call, they call them... Um, fake shemps if you if you look on the credits of stuff there's a load of credited fake shemps so all the a fake shemp apparently is a person who you get as a stand-in with um, supposedly they have heavy makeup and there's a lot of back uh, shots of the back of their heads or their arms and stuff and their legs and but they're still they're kind of portraying the actors but they're not you don't see them all almost like stunt doubles oh wow but that's why they had to use all, all the the kind of possessed demons and not the actual actors they're his brother and stuff because they're just the actors just had other jobs they had to do because it went over shooting or over budget and stuff like that 
That's some crazy. There's a lot of that in this. Oh, wow. Yeah, you'll see there's probably about 15 fake shimps at the end of it. Um, the other thing is the actual house they use, the cabin they use, didn't actually have a cellar. They just dug out a hole in the bottom of the set <laughs> to make a cellar. And all the cellar sh- uh, scenes were shot in somebody else's house. Okay. So that's the only other thing that was shot out um, of not in that location. Um, and this is quite an interesting fact. I did not know this until I did some digging, but Joe, you know, the Cohen brothers, Joel yeah. Cohen was assistant editor on this oh, assistant wow. editor where he first ever started. So that that was a really interesting kind of fact that I found out. And the only other thing is that, that apparently um, Sam Raimi went up uh, in court in the UK uh, because the film had so many obscenities and the, the movie obviously got put in the video nasty vault or whatever. But he, I don't think he got charged, but he went to court over it because he it had so many obscenities. Yeah obscenities obscenities yeah in the movie over obscenities interesting but yeah that's all i got they're great they're great max facts right you little beauty oh it's my pick it's isn't your it? pick mate i want to hear this well it's one that i feel we should have to watch because i've been wanting to watch this for a long 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 time and it's sat on your shelf and it's sat on my shelf and it's Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps? Because <laughs> you mentioned it last time. And I was like, yeah, it's got to be Night of the Creeps. Yeah, I've got it. Got it in my in my, in my Blu-ray drawer. It's one, I haven't seen it yet. No, no idea. No mm. no idea. So what we, you had Night of the Comet last time. Now you have Night of the Creeps. Mm. Not so, all. so what could be next? Ooh, never know. Night of. A Night of something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, it's never Night of. But yeah, I thought we could uh, delve I'm into the, that one next. I'm looking forward to it. I have no idea what it's about. Mm. I just, um, I think I've... Is that the one, I think I remember something from a still, where they're at a house and someone's got a shotgun on a porch somewhere. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're thinking so, yeah, the right one, yeah. I think, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching this. Yeah, good one, be a good yes, one mate. get an excuse to watch it. Right, so that, that brings us to next episode, we will be um, reviewing Happy Death Day 2, you. <laughs> um, our topic is a movie that we'd like to see either remade or rebooted. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. And Matt has just pulled a beauty for his move from the vault, which is Night of the Creeps. Can't bloody <laughs> wait. And with no further ado, when there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>